Hi, ladies and gentlemen. Thank you for tuning in. Uh, we are your hosts. My name is Jake. And I'm Dalton. And this is Talks and Crocs. The podcast. And yes. we have two guests in from one of my favorite podcasts right now, the Help Come My on. Unbelief podcast. You have Larry and Zach. You guys want to introduce yourselves? Good morning, everyone. This is Larry. Yep. And I'm Zach. And why do you say right now? Like, it might not be in the future, but like, why do you say right now? Like it's your favorite podcast forever, right? <laughs> well, it, it's fairly new podcast, so it's like you know now. It's I'm in the now. Oh, Who gotcha. It's going to happen in the future. You know what I'm saying? Gotcha. Yeah, it is. It is still really new. That's what's crazy is this podcast is still really new. It doesn't feel that way anymore. No, it really doesn't. Thirteen I mean, episodes, but you guys have like how many episodes? You you guys have fifty something, don't you? This is number five. <laughs> oh. We've got lots of videos up, but this is number five on the actual podcast. But we're like two hours, two and a half hours, sometimes long. So. Yeah. Oh, how many? Um, how many do you do every week? Yeah, uh, we're we do doing once it once a week. A week. Yep. You can go grab that. So, if all viewers at home and for the help, my unbelief guys, <laughs> our GoPro just fell off its mount. So, we're gonna fix that really fast, and we'll get started. Yeah, I mean, isn't that um, isn't that just stationary or standardized with with coming with? Um, equipment what kind of headphones you got on there like what what are those oh these are some uh inner monitors so they're like little tiny guys that go right in your ear you can literally get them on amazon for like 50 bucks man I'm, i may have to do that and they just slide in and i literally cannot hear anything else but what's getting pumped into my ears right now dude so that's great so cool. because i mean shooting guns hearing explosions being around tractors like yeah, I can't hear anymore, so this is amazing. Trust me, I, totally I understand completely. <laughs> yeah. We need to silence the Discord because it's beeping at us. You yeah. guys can probably hear that, can't you? Yeah, I yeah, can we can, it. but I, it won't come through. Um, actually, we should probably do a test real fast. For what? See if it there. I think we're... So audio. Make sure their audio's in. Yeah, I think it's fine. I bet we're all right. We're fine. Well, I'm I'm recording audio just in case, and... I got the clap in there too, so I'm sorry so about that. I should have warned you guys. Oh, we do it too. I get it. Perfect. That's just that's just so we can figure out where we need to sync at. Yeah. Yeah, because I don't know if you guys ran into it editing, but sometimes videos you need that so you can line up your audio. <laughs> no, I do that. In fact, I was going to ask you a question. Um, I ran into an issue this episode that we just um, recorded on Wednesday. Was I have so I'm doing a four camera podcast and. The three main cams, camera one, which is our wide angle, and then we have Larry cam and then Zach cam, close-up cam. Those all three synced up just fine, but I, I put a fourth cam that I put them on the producers this week because they talk sometimes, and I want them on. I want them on. Well, I synced the beginning of the video, but by the end of the video, it's completely out of sync. Huh. You have any clue what that is? I don't think I've ever ran into that. Me neither. What, is well, it what, running to a live or is it running to like it's just recording itself? Yeah, it's just recording itself. It's from a tablet. Um, they're all separate recording en entities. I'm doing a comp I'm doing a multicam podcast and I'm editing it the old fashioned way. Um, so I'm doing I'm cutting out all the old um, clips and stuff like that. If that makes sense. You're breathing in your mic. Oh, I am. but yeah, we got a weird like little like alien noise going on. There it goes. Now it's gone. Yeah, sounds good. Yeah, Larry breathes in his mic all the time, and it really it makes me want to jump off tall objects when Larry does it. 
My, <laughs> my mic is actually over here by my ear. <laughs> Not oh, even yeah. breathing in it. it just, I'll just look at Jake and I'm like, stop breathing. <laughs> yeah. We'll be like in this intense, yeah. intense moment where this like witch is telling us her crazy past and you'll just hear Larry going. Man, that's that's Jake for me. That's Luke, right. I am your father. That's right. Because then I'll forget that he's also has headphones on, and I like drink or eat something, and he hates when people do that. I oh, bet yeah. you chew ice too. It's payback. No, I don't chew ice. I I normally have my coffee beside me, but I I, I chew ice, and I have to watch that. You made a reference to uh, Star Trek, and the bad thing is, I'm the only one old enough. To have went to it when it originally came out. Yeah. Oh man. Yeah, I, I actually awesome bought my brothers. Theaters. I took my brothers, both of them. They have a birthday on November fifteenth and fourteenth, and I took both of them to the uh, opening of that. That's awesome. That's right. so cool. I was like so. nineteen or so, something like that. <laughs> oh man. Yeah. Shut up. I'm not your down. Oh man, this it's just gonna be quiet. It's quiet, yeah. It's quiet yeah, for all I of us. Yeah, apologize, fellas. That's oh, okay. It's okay. We get it. We get it. <laughs> we're 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 getting there though. So throughout the week, I put on our little spreadsheet, kind of like yeah. how we want to do our podcast oh, stuff. I to pull that up. So my next thing, this so we kind of did our intro and stuff, basically talking, bantering back and forth. So my next deal is. Help my own belief. How about you guys tell us about your podcast so anyone that listens can maybe go and listen to what I find as an amazing podcast because it. I'll, I could talk about it for a while, but I'd like to hear what he, you guys He literally say. can, by the way. Okay. So maybe, maybe I'll give you its origin story because I find it kind of interesting. Ooh. And it stinks because when everybody tells me how much they love it and stuff like that, I just want to keep the origin story out of it because... With the origin story, it, it takes the credit away from me, essentially. I want everybody to think Zach's a genius. I want everybody to think that I came up with this cool idea. But at the end of the day, it was God, man. Um, God started this thing. About a year ago, I woke up in the middle of the night. So I had produced um, secular podcasts before. Um, and I learned how to do it completely on my own, probably a lot like you guys. Right? Oh, yeah. Um, and so... I woke up in the middle of the night about a year ago. I don't really know what to, it was long before we started the show. And I woke up in the middle of the night and it just, God put it in my head, the help my unbelief podcast. Um, and I went and I wrote it on a notepad. I wrote that on a notepad. So I'd remember, I was like, Ooh, that's good, man. That, that'd be a good idea for a Christian podcast. But when I went and wrote it down, I had no clue, um, what it was or what it would materialize to be. I just had the name. But I never went and looked at that notepad again, ever, because I just, it stuck in my head. I would think about it every now and then. And then over the course of the next year, um, I would think about it. And then um, one day I was running. I run every morning. Um, I run about six miles every morning. And that's my, that's when God talks to me the most is when I'm on these runs, right? And God one day told me, um, I, I, I had like an injured leg or something. And God told me after my first lap, he was like, okay, I want you to take your headphones off and I want you to walk these next couple laps with no headphones. And I was like, okay. I went and took my headphones off and I started walking. And before I could even get around the first corner of that second lap, I heard God say, the Help My Unbelief podcast, the Christian podcast designed for the unbeliever. And then after I heard God say that, my brain just started 
moving a million miles per hour. And I thought, oh, wow. Christian media is literally all designed for a person that already believes in God. It's all designed oh, yeah. for that. There is no platform that's like, hey, this is a Christian podcast, but it's designed literally for unbelievers to hang out in. And so that that's when we started to materialize it. And I said, well, I need a co-host. And then God brought Larry to my attention. He, God wanted Larry on here. And so I approached Larry about it. Larry didn't even know how to pronounce the word podcast. So you, as you can imagine, it, it was really hard to sell him on it because um, he didn't know what it was. And I, I approached him three times. And on the third time when I approached him, I decided that it was the last time I was going to ask him. And um, I wasn't going to say it again, but on the third time, he told me yes. Right, Larry? Yeah. When he came to me, I just thought he was talking about something he was going to do. I, I didn't really catch that he was inviting me. And I thought, well, yeah, that's pretty cool. Second time, he's actually asking me. And I'm like, yeah, I got to pray about this. And and I blew him off for a while. And the third time that he came to me, I really had not made a decision at that time. And out of my mouth came, when do we start? Yeah. <laughs> Which is how God works through me sometimes. Um, I'm thinking one thing and something else is coming out of my mouth in the affirmative. And it freaks me out a little bit, but I've learned to accept that that's just God which meant that it was going to happen. Oh, and if you if you go look at all our bios and stuff online, you'll see that um, I put on the like the info, the show info, I put on there I was like this is for like atheists and agnostics, right? I had no intention to start interviewing witches or satanists or anything like that. In fact, my producer, he's fixing to be here. He 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 decided he was going to come over. My producer um, when I, when we interviewed our first Satanist, my producer, I thought he was going to walk out of the room. Oh, I thought he was going to walk out of the room. He was not comfortable with it. And he asked me, he's like, what's the goal here? And I said, I'm just being obedient, man. Like, I don't really know what the goal is. In fact, after that first Satanist, I don't know, Jake might be able to tell you, I was very uncomfortable and I didn't, I almost quit. I've almost quit a couple times, guys. <laughs> like, um, it, you, as you can imagine, this is pretty scary stuff. You're leaving yourself open to d demonic attacks and stuff like that. And a lot of times this isn't this isn't comfortable. This is definitely not what I thought it was going to be, but it, it definitely is what God wants it to be. So God has definitely put us into a place where each morning we have to put on the armor of God and we have to be completely surrounded by him. We are taking the the battles into the world and it is making yeah. quite a difference in our personal approach to life. Yeah. If you can grasp that. I understand that completely. Like uh, how you said the, you kind of, it was put on you for the podcast by the Holy spirit, right? Yep. For the longest time I had this feeling of, I needed to get into a podcast situation and I had no idea what it was going to be about what we would call it or anything. And then I started going to this church, which is, this is, this is my home church now, obviously. And it was like, I don't know, six months into it, doing small groups and all that. I got this feeling at work, sitting at my desk, programming a machine that I needed to contact Dalton, who he is our head youth pastor. And be like, Hey man, do you want to do a podcast? 
Wow. I don't know you thought about it, but. Are you recording inside the church? How that happens. What's are, that? Are you recording inside your church? Yeah, we're at our church right now. That's crazy. Um, we we actually record our show inside of our church as well. Yep. It, 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 I've kind of noticed an uptick in the Christianity aspect, too, on social media. It's like something's working right now, and I'm not sure what it is, but we're supposed to be out there. Yeah, um, that's what I'm saying. Like, um, the Holy Spirit's really... Uh, that's what alarmed me the so, mu- so much is... And you can ask Larry about this, but how fast God's wanting me to learn stuff right now and how how much he's putting a lot of pressure on me. There, This isn't like we've got five or 10 years. We've got 15 years to learn this. Zach's, he's saying, Zach, you need to get ready and get right now, now, now. And it's alarming, man. Yeah, it's now, now. That's both of us have, have felt that in us. The thing is, think about society now. What is the main focus of everybody it's walking around in their hand in their hand you know it's it's constantly social media has become the church i don't want to say it that way i don't want to accept it i'm not saying it's a substitute for going to church i'm just saying that a lot of people will reach out through social media and never step through the doors of a church and i believe that god this is the final time this is we're I really honestly feel that we are down to mere hours, not not years. We don't have years. We only have hours. And I, when I say that, I, you know, we're, we're talking months or whatever. But I really feel with the revivals that are going on, with the praise and worship that's going on right now, that this is the time that the church does an influx into the people, drawing them to Christ, for the final, the final surge, I guess, would be a way of saying that. Yeah. Yeah, one thing you brought up, the revivals happening all over the place. I think it's kind of crazy. I've got this thing right now where I've been going through the New Testament. I see the number three everywhere. Yeah. So that with the Asbury Revival, which has kind of kicked off a lot of others recently, in my opinion, started three days after that purely satanic... Thing on whatever award show that was. The Grammys, yeah. Oh my goodness, I, I, I was repulsed. Yeah. I didn't even watch it and I was repulsed. Man. Hey, how's our sound to you guys? I, I, I sounds fine to me. Yeah, we might have to get the recording from you for that. For some reason, we got some weird, like, alien noises coming on. I'm not hearing anything on my end. Yeah, um, I, I'm recording on Audacity right now. I've been recording since the beginning. Um, it, it looks like it's coming through kind of quiet. Um, talk real quick. Maybe he uh, hopped off and rejoined us. Yeah. Are we still recording? We are technically still recording. So so hopefully the Help Me Unbelief guys will be back on yes. soon. Yes, or notice that they hopped off a studio on accident. Yeah, on accident. They should be able to hop back in. But, uh, yeah. Sorry, I had to step out and make a phone call. What What did I miss? Uh, they were just talking about what got them into this, and Larry was talking about how um, God just kind of told me, you know, hey, you need to do this. Yeah. Able to. I'm, I'm messaging them right now. Yeah, no problem, no problem. Unless hey, for some reason we dropped five, them. Guys, we're hmm. still going to have some issues. We apologize, but 
Oh, well, ladies and gentlemen, we are sorry for the technical difficulties. We are figuring this out, I promise, and we will be better later on in the future. Who knows? Maybe I'll edit this out. Maybe I'll leave it in. Maybe this is Satan messing with us because we are doing something right and he does not like it. You never know. Kaboom. Guess what? This What's is our up? house, though. Yes. You got to get. I got a story about something like that with our house. I don't know if I ever told you that story where I had the electricity on the back of my neck. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I might bring that up once we get these guys back in because they were talking about spiritual warfare, and I believe that was a big thing that happened in my house that one day. Ooh. That's my end. There, there we go. are. Boom, yeah. we're back. Boom. I haven't stopped recording uh, the audio, by the way, so. No, oh, we've perfect. been recording, too. <laughs> yeah. So okay. there's, there's a lot of stuff on this, and you're going to hear, don't worry about it. <laughs> oh. It's just our audio. It just sounds like you guys are Martians. Martians? Really? I wonder yeah, if it's because of this roadcaster. I don't know. I don't know what else to do. Martians are a lot smaller than it I am. It shouldn't be. No, it should be. It should be just. It's so the streamyard itself, like it all relies on quicker internet. I should say. So it it could be just funky. Well, on my recording, if you use my recording, you're only coming across as a mono channel. So your your audio is going to be real quiet. So you'll probably end up having to go okay. in. Go in and adjust your own volume in in whatever audio. So um, that's, that's the only totally problem. Yeah, that's easy peasy. That. Yeah, that's easy peasy. But uh, anyway, yeah, what we were saying is 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 just um, Holy Spirit led us to do this, and there's a lot of places that we went into. I mean, um, Jake, you'll, I don't know if you what's what's his name by the way. The one on the I'm pointing. You can't see me. What's the guy on the left? Yes, Dalton. Dalton. Okay, Jake and Dalton. I remember that. So, Dalton, I don't know if you watch the show or not, um, but uh, do you? I mean, hey, you're back. You're back. I mean, I've got 116 megabytes per second download, but my upload is 2.22. What in the world? So, oh, wow. Yeah, we have fiber. So, if you guys can get fiber out in your neck of woods, I would highly advise. Well, I just haven't because of um, because of finances, and I, I got I have T-Mobile internet, and it works really well uh, most of the time. But then there's some days it just doesn't work very well. Um, that's why you're seeing that. But I don't know I don't know Dalton if you watch the show or not. What I was saying is is um, you do okay, um, but you see in there that some like sometimes I'm I'm uncomfortable. Larry's been doing this a while, so Larry's just like whatever, dude bring it on, you know, but <laughs> I've had some attacks on me in my personal life spiritually, um, that have came against me and, um, stuff that I've never experienced before, um, since doing this, dude, did you know Christians can be witches, uh, or witches can pose as Christians and even use the name of God and Jesus? Really? Yeah. And they're posers. They're posing. Oh yeah. hundred percent. I mean, I believe well, unfortunately, not unfortunately, but free will. Like, yeah, that's that tough, weird, hazy gray, gray space, you know? Yeah. Well, yeah. We, we act like the church is a safe period and only Christians are going to walk in the door. And But the, the point is that Satan is out there guiding his army of, of people as well to disrupt services, to disrupt the spirit. You know, what we don't understand is how many demons are actually in the church. 
And every time that you get distracted, all right, where there's like, have you ever noticed, start paying attention when you're in service and you being a youth director probably catch this more than anybody if you will focus on this. And the minute that the move of the spirit starts happening, you'll have kids that need to disrupt and go to the bathroom or, or giggle or bump around. And it's not that they, the people in front of them don't get distracted, but everybody behind them or near them do. So when you got somebody that's sitting in the middle of the church and then, and whether they, whether they know that or not, I just lost audio in my hearing. What? I can't hear anything. What is going on? Well, well that's Satan. It's Satan all the way. Okay. Yeah. But yeah. exactly. Um, going through that, if you will start paying attention, you will see that every time the move of the Spirit happens, there is something that attracts other people's attention. And you don't know how close that person behind them was to actually making a commitment to the Lord when that kid or teenager or full-grown adult or somebody my size, which everybody looks at me when I move because I'm so big. And so if I did something, I because I am sensitive to that, I have to do a lot of move moving around during service. I do. And through through my position at the church, there there's certain things I have to take care of at certain particular times. But I wait. When he says, Okay, now you know, the congregation come to your feet, that's when I use to bolt. You know, I that's when I leave. I won't do that beforehand unless it's absolutely necessary because I don't want to disrupt anybody. I don't want to stand before the Lord and, and hear him say, you know, you, you kept Betty from becoming a, uh, uh, coming to Christ because you can't, you couldn't quit moving around or you couldn't quit looking at your phone or you, you know, I see this. I'm going to be honest with you. I, I can't imagine, time. I can't imagine a world where there's a single Betty that doesn't go to heaven. It just sounds like a, it sounds like one of those names, Betty, that's just, she's saved just because she's so sweet, right? Have you ever met a mean Betty, dude? Have you ever met a mean Betty? Honestly. <laughs> no. <laughs> and my mom's name was Betty. That's why I used it. Oh, gotcha. But she went by Joanne. It was Betty Joe. Betty Joanne. Sorry, we're still having audio issues. So we're trying to get the, uh, so we can hear you. This stinks so, so bad. We look at each other like weird. Well, yeah, we have those. I don't know what to do to fix this. Can, can they hear us right now? Yeah, probably. All right, hey, let's let's pray right now. We're going to pray right now for this to stop. Heavenly Father, we're going to come to you right now, Lord. We need your hand in this situation immediately. We are doing your work for your benefit, Lord, to reach the people that you wanted these voices to come to. So we're asking you right now to come against Satan and his desire to disrupt this conversation we are coming against that right now lord and we're asking in your name for you to put a hedge of protection around this internet connection we're asking you to put a, a hedge of protection around this house and each and every one of us lord in our hearts put a hedge of protection around that that we're not distracted again for this situation you have brought us here give us an opportunity to share your love in jesus name amen Amen. Amen to that one. It's got to be there. It's got to be The devil's coming after our podcast, guys.
I just hate that we're like, we're basically like wasting their time, you know? No, you're not wasting. Yeah, I got gotcha. you. Heck, I'm. Uh, I don't have any work for the rest of the day. Yeah, we'll figure this out. <laughs> My wife might get upset, but we'll figure this out. Speak the name of Jesus into every situation. This is crazy, dude. Was that I was just in John today, and while I was at work working on a machine, it said, uh, "Whatever you ask in my name, I'll give it to you." So you know, yeah, he just did a study on that. Oh yeah, we just read in John too. That's a good one. That's a yeah. real good one. Yeah, he said it like four times in John. He said that like four times in John, where he said that whatever you ask in my name, um, it will be given to you. I started praying like that yesterday. I was like, I'm going to pray for that. I got to the point when I pray that I, I, I'll say Jesus' name and stuff, but I, I'll also go to the old language with it and say Yeshua. Uh-huh. Like, to, to me, I don't know. That just feels a little more powerful. I don't know. Uh, Jesus is the English translation of a Germanic translation of, like, what, a Greek translation of a Hebrew word. So. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, I mean, I don't have a problem with that. It's just, For me, it would be kind of weird because um, I have I have basically – created this identity of this man that I've had a relationship with since I was a kid and I've called him Jesus. So to change his name all of a sudden would be uncomfortable for me. You know what I mean? Yeah. Oh, yeah I get yeah. it. That's just like a personal, personal thing. And plus I just don't see him being petty where we get up to heaven and be like, bro, Zach, like you almost had it, oh, but no. you called me Jesus, man. We almost had you there, dude. <laughs> Yeah. Like yeah. Pete was going to hold you up at the gate and be like, nah, sorry. Well, you know, I was raised with a picture of Jesus in everybody's house, you know, which had the long hair, the blue eyes, white dude, you know. You know what I'm talking about? Mm -hmm. And mm -hmm. Oh, yeah. But yet, at, even at, uh, I guess I was a teenager when I actually read the description of Christ in the Bible, and I'm like, that ain't right. So from then on, I, I don't really have a mental picture of that. And my wife is is a late bloomer coming to the Lord in that. And she we've been watching um, Chosen. The Chosen. Now, we have, we've watched several shows where, you know, somebody somebody is, is representing Christ. And, and she had used mental pictures in and out in her own head of who what Jesus looks like. Now she's like, I'm stuck with this one. And I'm like, you got to be careful yeah. that you're not worshiping that image by having him in your head when you're giving praise, because you're giving praise to that person yeah. that's representing Christ, not yeah. Christ himself. You need to get the mental picture of the, and if you, if that's all you got, which is me, I see the thorns and I see the cross. That's all I can see, because yeah. I don't know what the original person looked like, but I know that he wasn't six yeah. foot tall. <laughs> are you guys still having a hard time hearing us i mean a little bit but it's 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 getting better and worse i mean it's it's it gets, good enough like, yeah we it gets can hear better you. than it drops out but yeah we're hearing enough that we can understand we're just both intently listening yeah well the amazing thing is i can hear y'all better yeah we prayed we prayed so expect it to get better yeah, they, I, I think they heard us pray. We we caught you guys actually when you guys came back on. You were praying. I think it was Larry was praying. Yep. And we just stopped. We're like, yep, no, we're I'm sitting. Yep. I raised my hands up and I'm listening to this. I'm receiving. Yeah. Receiving. While we're here in Nebraska, I was trying yeah. to help you out with that. Yeah. Nebraska. So, Y'all are Nebraskans. 
Let's. Yep. Well, okay. I was going to ask you where you come from. For some reason, I'm I'm just thinking Florida with the Crocs thing. You know. Uh. Yep. Oh, oh. man, I wish. <laughs> I wish it just snowed here, and so it is grossly cold, and we have to have our winter Crocs on. <laughs> winter Crocs. Do they have fur? I ain't gonna lie. I've got my shoes on. <laughs> <laughs> I, I almost wore my muck boots in because I was like, I don't want to walk out in the snow. <laughs> but how deep yeah, is it? So it's only about two and a half inches, two inches. Not my house. It's about five inches. Yeah, you I, I live about 30 minutes east of where we are right now. Yeah. Well, down here for two inches, I wouldn't even bet on a pair of pants. That's the way wearing shorts. Negative one this morning. So plenty cold. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, I, I kind of know Oklahoma a little bit. I did basic training there. Yeah. Uh, Fort Sill. Good old Fort Sill. Mm. Yeah, I've done a lot in there. Yep. Went to Lawton on family day. We went and saw the first Transformers. We were allowed to go to the theater, but we had to be in our class A's. Oh, my goodness. You're really young. <laughs> <laughs> he just said oh my goodness you're really young <laughs> <laughs> sorry <laughs> yeah, i did basic training in 09 so yeah i mean oh my goodness i did my basic training in 83 that ain't that long ago that <laughs> i still think of like last year's being in the 90s almost but yeah so i mean we have a couple questions for you guys we want to pick your brain I I kind of told Jake that I wanted to take the uh, the never heard never heard of you guys or try to take that pod that route. Um, but we already asked the question of what your podcast is. But my question for you guys is, what has your podcast done for you personally? Oh man! Well, first of all, Larry could attest to this. Um, I I. I was bought. I, so whenever you guys see this next episode that comes out on Tuesday, I pretty much cried the whole time. By the way, just to give you an idea of my crying level, my 12 year old daughter saw me, or she's 13 now, but the first time she ever saw me cry was when she was 12. And so I don't cry. Um, God has taught me how to love literally everyone, literally. And I mean that like, well, there's one person, there's one person on the planet that I have a really hard time with it, but everyone else, right? I'm just, I'm kidding, but he's learning to like me though. I'm learning to, um, love everyone. And that means witches, Satanists, people that don't believe in the same thing as me, people that curse me, people that hate me, people that make fun of my teeth. Um, I've learned how to love everyone because that's what is required of us. It's literally the only thing that's required of us is to love people. Cause it says in the Bible that that's how they'll know you're my disciple is by you loving them. And it's not because of how eloquently you speak of Jesus um, on the podium. It's not how, it's not how you make all this money. It's not how you, um, you know, talk fancy or anything like that. How you will know that you are a disciple of Jesus is by your love. And so I literally, these people that I get to interact with, I feel a deep, genuine love for. And although it hurts sometimes, um, it's very hard because a lot of these people um, don't decide to convert. Um, it, it's still, it's worth, it, it's worth it to love those people because 
Um, we, we hear that a lot now. We hear that a lot from everyone. They're like, hey, we can tell that you believe in what you believe, and we can tell that you have the love of Jesus, and you're a representa- representation of, of Jesus. So also, it's taught, me, um, to be, it's, t- it's taught me to be obedient no matter what. It's taught me to trust God um, because he puts me into some situations that I never would have gotten in my entire life. And I tell you what, it's made me believe in God more because of the level of opposition I'm getting um, get, that I'm getting just from doing this show um, from the demonic realm. I mean, like when I was driving a truck, man, nobody, nobody messed with me. No, no demonic realm mess with me. They're like, drive your truck, boy, make your money, you know? And then I do this. And I mean, I don't go a day without an attempted attack now. And I mean, big attacks too. I won't go into it. It's, it's probably a little spiritual for your show. I won't go into the literal attacks I've gotten, but I've had uh, people oh, practicing going into it. Oh, okay. Well, well, I've had a, I've had a person pra- uh, that practices voodoo that claimed to be a Christian that, um, attempted to astral project to my house. Um, and God gave me a vision of it. And it's a guy, it's a guy that literally was one of my friends and used the name of Jesus to get close to me and then prophesied some things about my personal life and my wife who he didn't even know existed and then prophesied some things that ended up happening in the future and to get me to trust him and which I did. My discernment radar was going off the entire time. Um, but what God, what God used that situation for was to show me that there is a hedge of protection over, over our ministry. There's a hedge of protection over it. And this guy, even though he was jealous of this ministry, cause he'd been doing this for years. And obviously you saw us, we broke out, um, we broke out pretty quickly on the scene. Um, yeah. and so God's using this ministry and he was jealous about it and he tried to, he tried to do harm to it. And God showed me that there is a hedge of protection. And he told me that there's no one above the earth, below the earth or on the earth that's allowed to touch the help my unbelief ministries. And so it's, it's, it's caused me to believe in God more. Um, it's caused me to strip away, um, material wants and human wants. And it's caused me to want what God wants and what God wants only, because I've learned that the only reason why we're even here is to do the will of God. That's it. Mm -hmm. That's it. It's the only reason why we're here is, and, and honestly, Without purpose, we're nothing. Yeah. We're nothing. What about you, Larry? I'm a little further in my walk than Zach when he came. I have had the opportunity to watch him grow, and it has been extremely, and and Angela as well, it has been extremely difficult to sit on the side and watch them have to go through the refiner's fire because there's nothing that you can do when somebody's going through that. That's a process that is between them and God. And you, you can't reach out and help. You can't because they need to learn to trust God, not you. And to be able to sit there and watch the growth of my wife and, and, and Angela and Zach in just amazing ways has strengthened my resolve. It has given me an opportunity to feel him in, in so many different ways. 
and to be able to pray with more strength and focus. I'm also part of the men's leadership at our church. I'm also on, on the prayer team. Uh, I have a lot of different hats that I wear at church. I don't, I don't get enough of it. You know, there are times I've watched ministers, uh, you know, youth ministers or, or other ministers as I grew up become tired, uh, become worn. It's exhausting. I never knew that part. I mean, I've seen it, but I didn't really feel it. I have unending joy that replaced my drug of choice, which was anger. I walked in anger about everything. I walked in distrust and in anger in my own narcissistic type style of Larry first. I don't, I don't walk that way anymore. So it's relieved me of a lot of, of my indecision. All I, I get up each morning and y'all have heard me talk about this. I get up each morning and I pray with my wife. It's, you know, together. We pray together. That strengthens our marriage. And we, we offer the day to the Lord. And we dedicate it to him. So wherever you lead me, Lord, I'm willing to go. Now, sometimes I'm working by myself, and that's great because I got time to just, I pray. <laughs> I pray all day long with while I'm working. And a lot of times I work by myself. I do a lot of different stuff. But being able to watch these two grow has strengthened me. Being part of this, which I have no experience talking to others other than witnessing now that I, I have fallen in love with Jesus and I, and I witness where I go and I tell them Jesus loves them and I invite them to church and, you know, but we're talking about local one-on-one. -on -one. And God has given me an opportunity that has blown my mind literally to speak to millions in in a format that I don't have to leave the comfort of my hometown. And it's amazing. It's crazy too, man. Like when I, I those Bible studies I do, I do those Bible studies six days a week, um, two hours a day for six days a week. And um, it, uh, when I get done talking from there, I'll look back on that and go, what? Like, that was me? Like, I've been told, another cool thing is, God, now this is cool, this might, this might be um, of good service to someone that may feel like they're a little awkward or different or something, but God, for the first time in this last year, has, has shown me that it's okay to be myself. Um, I started, when I, when I started this show, I definitely started to take it, and I don't know if you guys saw this shift or not, but in the first couple episodes, no. Okay, we're back. Can you guys still hear me? Okay, good. So in the first couple episodes, in the first couple episodes, I was trying to take approach of like Christian apologetics, right? And I started to really get frustrated with it because I was like, I was like, God, I, I started talking to God. I was like, God, this isn't me, man. I, I don't, I don't want to do this like this. And he goes, I want you to do this show Zach's way. And how Zach's way would be is to listen. And if you noticed, around episode two is when we started listening more. We started showing love more. We started being less argumentative and trying to um, counteract people. We literally 
we literally started to just show the love of Christ. That was it. Funny thing, I had a phone call with my daughter on the way over here, and she mentioned Anna. She said that Anna has been on her heart, and she's been praying for Anna. Wow, really? And that was that was the first one. Yeah. Anna was oh was that was that the first episode yeah. episode one? No, I w- I think episode two. Episode one, it was us two just yeah. talking. Episode two. Yeah. yeah. Saying episode two. Yeah, it is episode two. Jake's right. Wow. He's got us down, don't he? Whoa. I think I could hear your wife too. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it was episode two. The first one was just pretty much Larry talking about himself. Yeah. And then he cut me off before I even got to the good stuff. <laughs> I had to. You would have talked for eight hours, dude. Well, you didn't tell me I had a time limit. There you go. There you go. That's awesome. Well, awesome. Do you got a question for him? I was going to see if they have any questions for us. Oh, yeah. Before we keep going. Do you guys have any questions for us? Yeah, Dalton, you say you are a youth minister. What age frame? Yeah. Uh, So, actually, it's really kind of an all-encompassing. I deal from middle school all the way through graduated college. And then I get into the um, young and married. Wow. So that's another spark of mine uh really love the helping out younger couples that are just starting out like i w- like i had that when i was when me and my wife got married um so i just want to give that back so how long you been married dalton how long you been married oh gosh i hope she hasn't watched this episode uh <laughs> three oh. episodes, three years three years <laughs> seriously Hey, no, my wife never can remember the day we got married. I have to remind her all the time. To me, it was a much more special occasion because, you know, I'm ugly and she ain't. But uh, <laughs> but uh, one of the things that I... We actually got we got married during the pandemic. Oh. So, um, oh, yeah, sorry. I got a little political there. No, I'm kidding. But uh, <laughs> we did. We got married during COVID. And so we had two weddings. We had a, we call it our backyard wedding. That's our official marriage. We had just ourselves, our pastor, and our small group was there. And then our um, our second wedding was our big uh, big wedding where we invited all of our family, everybody. And, yeah, it was a good time. Sadly, but, I didn't know you yet. I know. You would have had a great time. <laughs> well, what about, what about your show, though? I want to ask you about your show. That's um, what, uh, what led to that? Um, and what's your like? What's your vision for it? What's your vision for talks and crocs? Or not your vision, the vision of God. What? What? What's? What do you? Where do you see it at in the future? Yeah. So, do you want to start? Or do you want me to start? Yeah. I, I mean, I, mine's a lot shorter. So okay. my vision kind of started when Jake uh, Jake texted me or called me. I texted. Texted, and he just said, "Hey, uh, I need to talk to you." And I was like, whoa, not too many people say they need to talk to me. They, they Normally, that's like, hey, I want I want your time. Like, <laughs> let me yeah. come in. And so, yeah, when he said he needed a talk, I was like, okay, this is important. Let's, like, today, let's get it in here. And so he showed up, and we goofed off for about the first hour. <laughs> like, so oh, yeah. my, my office is not conducive for work. It is conducive for strictly talking to people. So if I want to get work done, I normally don't stay in my office. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, we we chatted for like an hour, and then eventually he was like, "Yeah, hey, so this is what God's put on my heart," and I was like, "Yeah, let's hear it." And so he told me about the podcast and what 
he wanted to what we well what we wanted to do and um yeah it was like a normally the, those kind of things that come up been offered to do a lot of few a, a bunch of things but uh kind of turned them down just because it never felt right or the right timing and yeah right when he asked like immediately like the holy spirit put it on my brain of like hey nope this is it get get to running yeah i was like okay well let's go and that's my account and for uh for me i don't know i i had this weighing on my mind that i was being told i needed to do a podcast for about a year and a half before i ever brought it up yeah i never knew what it was supposed to be about nothing I like I thought maybe maybe it's supposed to be about my beekeeping channel. It's like no, not beekeeping. That's not going to help anybody. That's I'm not going to reach anyone that way. And sitting at my desk one day at work, a lot of stuff happens at my desk. You'll I'll bring that up. Like I'll you know this happened, yeah. this happened. I got felt like it needs to be somehow involve our church. Mm-hmm. And then at home one night, I was in my kitchen. I was talking with my wife. I'm like, I need to call Dalton. She's like, uh, Why? I'm like. <laughs> podcast i want to do the podcast with him see what he thinks I, and then i was all nervous like i hope he's going to be okay with it and stuff but it's like i it got put on my heart that i needed to get a hold of dalton and we needed to do a podcast and show what real christians are not just what people see on tv or on the radio or tv instagram show. The, all that yeah. yeah it's we're not you know holier than thou people where i know i try to follow where uh jesus says here i give you another commandment love others as I have loved you. That's how I've been trying to live my life lately. Yeah. And I feel like it's changing me, honestly. Yeah. Yeah. It really has. I can attest. Well, has. I've been telling people that my Bible study, I'm, I they, I got told the other day this guy considers me his preacher, and I was just like, what in the world is God even doing right now? Like, you don't want me to be your pre- preacher, bro. Trust me. I don't know. But I've been saying this uh, the last couple of days. God's been putting this on my heart. Um to say this, which it's absolutely hypocritical because that's all I do. But people are tired of hearing Christians talk. People are tired of hearing Christians talk. People, it's it's time to show action. It's it's time to show evidence of the Holy Spirit. It's time to show evidence of the Holy Spirit and the power that it contains within. And you can't do that with just your words because you have pastors, you have preachers, you have ministers, you have all these people that are willing to sit on podcast and talk for two hours that are willing to get on this stage and talk for two hours. But are you willing to go out and put your hands on somebody and pray for them? And then they become healed because you have the Holy spirit in you. You know, I'm not saying that every time you're going to heal somebody, but are you willing to be in the trenches and fight and fight and show evidence of the Holy spirit? Because there is evidence that someone has the Holy spirit and it's more, and it's more than just what comes out of your mouth. I completely agree with you. you uh, I love that you said the trench warfare thing. So that's been like a mantra for myself and actually a few of my helpers. Like our mantra is, hey, like we don't do ministry on the surface level. Like our ministry isn't just pizza and go home. Like we're so excited you're here. Ah, pizza, excitement, leave. It's like, hey, the world sucks and it's a reality and we have to walk through this. So, hey, we're going to also show you that our world sucks sometimes too, that it's not all butterflies and rainbows, that there are some real world things that we have to walk through and like some spiritual warfare yeah. that happens. So we're going to show you that we're going through it as well. In return, we'll be in your trench. Yeah. So when it's time to walk, 
we're not on the top getting shot down. We're yeah. down the trenches with you walking through your battlefield. Well, with what we're... That, I love that you said that. With what we're doing right now, um, we don't have a choice. We don't have a choice to be in a war. Like you, there's no days off. There is no not praying today. There is no, there is no not reading the word of God today. There are no days off because I promise you at two or three o'clock in the morning at the witching hour, especially the more popular we get in the witching community. I mean, the first time I realized that we were getting big is, can you guys hear us? I'm sorry. I saw it blinked out. Can you guys hear us still? You're good. You, you got choppy there for a second. Okay. Yeah, you're still here. You just got choppy. So I had a witch come into one of my lives. And the witch told me, she said, oh, the witch pagan community is well aware of who you are. And that's when I knew, that's when I knew my life was about to change um, forever. And it, and it has been, there are no days off. We are in a war, whether we like it or not every day. And there is no going back. No, not at all. So I heard this thing. I, go ahead. Sorry, Larry. No, continue. I'll, I'll get you afterward. Okay. Yeah, no, so we were actually, me and you went to the same conference, and the the person that was talking, phenomenal pastor, first off, but um, she said that she she wanted to be famous in two spots. She wanted to be famous in heaven, she wanted to be famous in hell, because she wanted to be, she wanted to be known when you walk in a room, like, those demons are trembling, because yep. they know you. They're like, oh, yes. that's that prayer word, that's that, like, Christian. Praise the Lord. Well, crap. Yeah. Yeah, you remember in the you remember in the book of Acts, right? Where um, where those two guys or whatever I, I can't remember who the, who they were, but they tried to cast a demon out, and the demon said, "Well, I know who Paul and Silas are, but who are you?" Well, you said they said, "I know who Christ is, and I know who Paul is, but who are you?" And then yeah. they then they stripped them naked and beat the crap out of them. Do you remember this, Larry? A couple of weeks ago, when I said that, I got real cocky and I said that, and then like a week after that. After a week after that, I was like, I don't think I want demons to know who I am anymore. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he backed out of it real quick, but he doesn't have a choice now, right? Listen, um, to, I got a question for both of you, all right? All right. Is God at the center of your marriage? And I'm going to tell you, when Darcy and I first got married, we were we got married in a bar. I, we literally rode off on motorcycles. We rode up. I, she was delivered to the stage on a motorcycle, and then we got married and then rode off of the stage on the motorcycles, okay? Now, when we came to know the Lord, she came She came just before our fifth anniversary. She got baptized. I got baptized again, and we got remarried on our fifth anniversary at the church. And at that particular point, we made a commitment and a covenant, a commitment to each other and a covenant with God to put him in the center of our marriage. The shift in our marriage went from turmoil to unbelievable peace. I know that that's not a common thing. We, we say we allow God in the center of our marriage, but do you? Are you praying with your wife each morning? Are you putting a hedge of protection around her? Are you asking God to guide you in, her, in his will and not in yours? If anyone hears this that is married and has not started doing that, do that immediately because I'm telling you, you need to solidify your marriage with God. Mm. 
Larry, were you listening to us before? Um, <laughs> yeah, this before we started recording with you guys, because that's exactly <laughs> what we were talking about earlier. Wow, really? Are you a spy? No, I didn't hear that. We literally, we both. Yeah, we. <laughs> well, and you guys weren't even in in the system yet, so like, there's no chance you could have. But that's awesome that you brought this up because we both kind of agreed. Like, we're like, you know what, man? Like on my personal walk with my wife, and. Well, our walk together, not my personal walk. It's our walk together. It, um, man, there is some moments where as a husband, I've slipped up and like, I can account that I can tell, I can say that, but in the same sense of like, man, there's some moments together that we have thrived that like without faith in the center and without Christ in the center of our relationship, there's no way we're walking through that. And so I would say yes, can be done better. But I mean, I think that's almost everything we do is like, yes, I'm doing it, but it could be done better. So I would say yes, but I need to keep working. It's not a, a pause at all. Then for me, my wife and I've been married for about 10 and a half years now. And I'd say God has always been kind of a, it's been kind of a part of our lives, but we've fallen head over heels into it. At least I know I have my wife's following suit because I'm trying to lead, lead by example. We had we talked about that in our last podcast. Mm-hmm. But for what well, I've been going to this church now for a little over a year. I believe uh, so. Yeah. yeah. So the past little over a year, it's become a huge part of our lives. And uh, it's becoming way more centered. We're both working on it. Like, honestly, for uh, Dalton and our duo, mm-hmm. Dalton is uh, is like Larry. <laughs> I'd be more <laughs> like you, Zach, in that aspect. But yeah, he, he's uh, been in it a lot longer. Like, I, I've been a believer in God for a long time. But I, 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 would, I said, okay, I'm trying to put my words together here without losing it. Um. Jesus to me, like, uh, I, I was a believer in Jesus for a long time. I got baptized when I was younger, but I don't think it really hit me until we started coming to this church, and there was just something way different about this church from all the other churches I've been to, to where this one felt right, and then all of a sudden, I was just, I'm going to say, washed over in an unbelievable feeling, emotional feeling. And it, it hit me that this is where I needed to be. And all of a sudden, wow! I'm delving more into the Bible, delving more into the history of things, wanting to know more. And I'm bringing my wife and son into it. And ironically, wow. it was my son that brought us to this church. Yeah. Oh, Ro. Dude, yeah, that's my, me my to a Ronan. T. That is me to a T, bro. I'm sitting here literally pointing at him. Yeah. That is me to a T, man. Like... <laughs> Like I've always known God existed and I, I never would have denied him, but this is crazy, man. That my story of what got me on fire for God was because, um, you, you know how it says in the Bible that you will know them. Um, you'll know them from their fruits. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, and yep. so I take, listen, I understand a uh, saved by grace. I, I get that, that there's nothing you can do to be saved and stuff like that. But from my own personal reading in the Bible, I think obedience to the will of God is obviously important. Absolutely, I, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna climb on top of a hill and say that I don't think you're saved if you're not obeying the will of God or anything else like that. But I will say that Jesus stressed the importance of it multiple times. In fact, he said some pretty crippling words behind it um, when he would say to obey the will of his Father. So I take it very seriously. I take it's it's the thing that I talk about the most is the will of God for your life. That's what I talk about the most. But anyway, 
um, I, w- I was in the roofing industry. I was working for this company, right? And I had hung out with this guy for two years. We knew each other. Um, I don't know if intimately is a word without saying that like we did, you know, you get what I'm saying. We knew each other very well. We hung out with each other more than what we hung out with our families, right? And um, about two years into this, about in the two-year frame, this, um, we started talking about God and he goes, Oh, you're a Christian. And he goes, I never would have known. And he Ooh. didn't say that. He didn't say that to throw a shot at me. Cause he did do that. Sometimes he would do that. He would throw shots at you and stuff like that. We were friends, you know, so we would, he just said that very matter of factly didn't mean anything bad by it. And then we went on about our day, but I assure you that that statement had a massive impact on me as a Christian, a guy that had known me for two years, better, you know, hung out with more than family, told me that he never would have known I was a Christian. And from that day, I I made a massive shift. And now, now he follows my TikTok. He sees that everybody in the world can see I'm a Christian now. But back then, um, you couldn't tell. Nothing ignites a fire under you other from except your friends telling you, Oh wow, you're a Christian. Oh, you know, I was the most scared I've ever been, man. Listen, I came to know the Lord. I mean, I, I was raised in a church, but when I started making the Lord serious was at the end of my mom's life. I was in the trash business. Something went wrong. Praise the Lord. I'm just going to pray over it right now. Heavenly father, reconnect us. I don't know what's going on. I hope they still hear me. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Can you, can hear, you us? hear us? Yeah, yep. we can. Now we can. Okay. Um, okay. So now we can guys. get the Larry That's okay. wisdom. I was so mad. I'm like, we're gonna miss the Larry wisdom. Well, I was in the trash business, and I was a nasty individual. Not just because it was in trash, but my attitude toward people. I had no respect for anybody. I was full of myself. I was good at my job, which made me really cocky about crap. Um. As a trainer, I I did everything in the business. Okay, so you get full of yourself, and I was already one of those type people anyway. But I was rude and nasty to just about anybody that came my way except for customers. Customers loved me because I knew how to treat them. When I came to know the Lord, I was still in that business that I had been in for 12 years. And I came to know the Lord I started my change. I started doing a devotional on the radio through the trucks in the morning, you know, just a little short one. Um, the change started happening and I had people go, what, what church do you go to? Because man, if it changed you from what you were to this, that's just amazing. When we make that shift, it is people notice people notice. And that kind of leads into my next question what is your position or your occupation, Jake? I am. It's a big, big title. Electromechanical technician. So you don't now, really. What I do is I program, wire, and fix machinery. That's that's the gist of it. So you're like a service but tech that goes to big businesses. Well, I, I work for one major factory here in the town we're in. We're in Grand Island, Nebraska. It's probably probably one of our biggest cities even though it's only like what fifty thousand people yeah so there's not compared to other places we're not big 
No, we're not big in Lincoln and Omaha, but but it's one of our major, I guess, manufacturing companies here in mm-hmm. Nebraska. So I uh, work on all their machinery. I used to work for another pharmaceutical uh, company doing the same thing, but that's what I do. Okay, do the people you work with I, know that you're a Christian? Yeah, and it's it's weird when they started figuring it out. I I, I never really mentioned to them like I there's a guy that sits behind me. He's a Christian. Him and I will talk back and forth. But then people at work started asking me questions. It's like, okay, obviously they know what I'm becoming more of, I guess it's just, I guess I should say, or it's showing outwardly more. And then they'll start talking to me about it. And I've actually had quite a few people that were Catholic coming up and talking to me about it. And realize, we'll start talking about the Bible and what's actually written in there. And they'll say how much they were taught wrong or people that just assumed different things. And that's where, like I, I said to Zach on our TikTok messages, how I always fall back on Luke twelve twelve, and it's weird how true it is, how it happens, where the Holy Spirit will teach you the words to say when they need to be said. Amen. Yep. It blows my and mind. And he pulls yeah, it out. The worker <laughs> figuring out, and it's being talked to more and more. Okay, because, I mean, I know everybody knows Dalton. I mean, you know, he, he, he works in the church. Okay, so I'm going to ask you a question, Dalton. Do people at Walmart know you're a Christian? Larry, I'm so sorry, but you're cutting in and out. What That's were you saying? Right. Do the people at Walmart know that you're a Christian? In other words, I honestly believe being a Christian is an action verb. It's not a name title. When you have a relationship with Christ, it should come across no matter where you are. It should be in your demeanor. It should be in your actions. It should. You shouldn't even have to say a word. People should be able to tell that you're different than everybody else. This is crazy, dude. It's just facts of Satan, man. The, and then I'll I can hear him. Answer this question. You back? I can hear him. That's crazy, bro. Okay, perfect. Go ahead. <laughs> I'm so sorry. We're being attacked spiritually. <laughs> we are. But, um, yes, I believe so. Um, I, I always made it a joke. But honestly, it's it's really true. It uh, I'm one of the Christians that push their cart back. I don't take it to the stall. I push it back. Beautiful. Me too. I got you. I don't Not put it me. in front of people's cars or door dang people. But like that was used to be a joke for me. Like when I was before, I was like fully in like a full Christian. I would say like fully immersed in God's grace. But like that before used to be a joke. But now it's serious. Like no, like when I leave my inner sanctum, my home, my office, whatever, like, will the people around me know I'm a Christian by just the way I'm acting? Simply by the way I'm acting. I've taken it to... I try to do that as much as I can. Like, again, we still are flesh. So that's the tough part is our flesh has desires and battling that daily is going to be a walk for the rest of my life. It is a constant battle. One of the things that that I've started doing is when I see older people that I know have a problem walking because I have a problem walking, I will go get their cart and put it up for them to save them the trouble. Do I tell them, hey, I'm a Christian and I'm just showing you the love of Jesus? No, but as I walk off, I say, Jesus loves you. I speak Jesus into the situation. I am going to make a suggestion to Jake. Jake, you were baptized as a a young kid. Okay, and I am going What's to, right? I said you were baptized as a young kid, 7, 8, 10, 12. Jake, you were baptized yeah, as a third. young man, correct? 
Um, kind of like the holy water on the forehead kind of thing. It was a bunch of older ladies, I guess I should say. Have you been uh, baptized as an adult? As an adult, I have not been rebaptized. I want to. We've been talking about that. Well, why don't you come down to Discovery Church this week, this Sunday? <laughs> We're having a baptism Sunday. You drive down here, we'll get you baptized, brother. We'll, we'll get you baptized Sunday, in the Holy Spirit, too. Yeah, this Sunday, I'm actually going up to my uh, godson's first baptism. So, All right. Well, um, I, I truthfully think that's an important thing for you to do as an adult. There is a difference between an adult and a child. A child is, is often done, we, we don't really have the full impact of what or why we're being baptized. I, even though I was raised in the church and I knew everything that it meant, it still wasn't in my soul. In, when it's in your soul and you get baptized, there is a complete different experience and it opens you up to a whole different level of the Holy Spirit moving in your life. Oh, yeah, like uh, when I put in to become a uh, voting member here at our church, one of the big questions was, are you baptized in the Holy Spirit? And I had to think about that, but after a while, I'm like, you know what? I think I am because of a spiritual, I'm going to go back to the spiritual warfare thing, the spiritual warfare experience I had at my house after I started delving back into this majorly and making it a huge part of my life. Um it's going to get a little, uh, I guess, the supernatural, but you guys should be used to that. You're talking. Uh, yeah, we're, yeah, we're good on that. Yeah, we're good on supernatural. <laughs> so um, my son and I went to take a lawnmower back to my in-law's house because we have to borrow theirs for our property. We don't have the money to buy a lawnmower right now. For, we got seven acres that we got to mow. Good grief. Our big one. But um, wife called me freaking out because I left um, worship music going on on my computer when I left. So she was home alone, called me freaking out, asked when I was going to get home. And I asked her, why are you, what, what's going on? Why are you crying? And she told me because the speakers started doing weird things from his computer, shutting on and off and sounding weird. And she went and hit herself in the bedroom. And she told me that she had this like weird hot sensation of electricity on the back of her neck. Ooh. So she went and hit in the bedroom and started cranking up the worship music in our bedroom. So I got home. It's like, you know, maybe just the computer freaked out, you know, glitched, whatever. And then her and my son were just hanging out in our bedroom. And I felt that same exact sensation. And it, it was scary. But I remembered reading in the Bible that we have the authority. So I just straight up started speaking out. I'm sorry if I'm yelling now. But straight up, just started speaking out loudly. Only God and Jesus are allowed here. Get out of my house over and over again and it got super intense to the point like it felt like my hand was touching an outlet or something but on my neck to expose wires wow and then it just went away and the whole house felt better it's like i don't know what exactly happened there but it was right around the time where we started falling into this heaven mm -hmm. and it's like okay if i had the authority for that you saying only god and jesus out here in jesus name get out of my house uh, uh, how could I have the authority if I wasn't? Yeah, the authority to cast out theory. demons. Yeah, uh, you probably so um, assemblies of God. Where and we believe that um, we believe that the evidence is speaking and um, speaking in tongues. But I don't know. Um, there's other. I, I believe there's other ways to for as evidence of being baptized with the Holy Spirit. Do you? 
There is baptism by water. There is baptism by the Holy Ghost. There mm-hmm. is baptism of fire. Yeah. Which is very difficult to understand, but that's when the Holy Spirit just totally engulfs you. Yeah. Um, the evidence of speaking in tongues gives evidence to other people that you've been filled with the Holy Spirit. Now, having the Holy Spirit as a guidance and being filled with the Holy Spirit are two different things. When Christ breathe, breathes into you, when you accept Christ, he breathes into you, he brings the Holy Spirit to you. But when you are totally engulfed in the Holy Spirit, you have no physical control. The Holy Spirit comes upon you. He He's in charge of your body because you've given him the opportunity. So when you, when you, uh, you, you need to, I'm telling you, if you've never heard of Todd white, you need to listen to, to some Todd white and he can go and teach you some stuff about the Holy spirit that is just unbelievably amazing. I've learned more from him and three or four podcasts of his that I listen to versus a lifetime in the church. I mean, I, I really have because he's open about it and we treat it like it's a mystery. It's not a mystery. It's allowing Jesus to work through you and how he works through you is through the Holy spirit. So when you totally give your life over to the Lord, when you totally give your heart over, when you totally give your will over, when you are acting in obedience to God, you will have the Holy spirit engulf you and it's it's amazing. We felt the Holy Spirit in this last podcast that we did. We yeah. couldn't even shut it down. We were all in tears. Larry Autry was in tears. He's our he's our spiritual advisor. Mark was over there. Angela could feel it. We we were both unfortunately he was crying more than I was, but you know I don't cry either. I was I was like, man, the He couldn't stop the tears. Whatever the reason was the Holy Spirit had me crying during that, I hope it pays off because everybody's gonna think I'm a big old wuss now, dude. Do you I was care? Bawling. Do you care? No, well, no. Because if you're not. if you're still caring, I'm asking the Holy Spirit to shut your pride down right now. Yeah, I don't care. <laughs> I don't care. It's gonna be annoying editing it, unless I'm a pretty crier, then that'll be okay. But no, you were ugly crying. Bro. Was I really okay? Yeah. Well, <laughs> crap. Yeah, yeah, it's not running out your nose. You had drill running out your mouth. Well, Tears running down your face. Gosh, it was it. a sight to see. All right. Well, so you're, <laughs> so you're telling me that I'm gonna be at work, six foot one, three hundred five pound man. Crying at my desk, balling at my desk, listening to you guys. Probably, oh, probably, I would hard. I would, yes. I would have a hard time imagining that other people aren't going to be emotionally impacted. Anybody, by anybody sensitive to the Holy Spirit is going to feel it. Yes, because the Holy Spirit will carry that word to them, and it's at the point that they listen to it is when the Holy Spirit will will come to them with that. That's the amazing thing about the Holy Spirit. It is. You know, I, I, I'm still very, very, very uncomfortable coming across some of the podcasts that, you know, on TikTok or, or YouTube or whatever that I've been, cause I'm new to all of this. Okay. But I am very uncomfortable when people are doing the, the show, if you will, I don't know what denomination you guys are, but if they're doing the show of the Holy spirit and they're, and they're doing the act or they're trying to to force the situation they're doing it they're they're not doing it the right way they're not supposed to do that they're not supposed to uh exploit the holy spirit that is grieving the holy spirit and the last thing you want to do i'm going to say it i'm going to say it in my old words last thing you want to do brother is piss off god 
Yeah. Amen to that one. Hey, guys, I got a question. What's up? What do you think about longer episodes? We we shot a two hour we shot a two hour episode this last one. What do you guys think? Because you think the one hour was too short, or or what do you think? I think one hour is too short. Personally, I think it should be organic. However long that conversation is going to go is how long it should go. I, I'm leaving it up to God. Yeah. Okay. Because we went we went two hours. We went over two hours. Oh yeah. Yeah, yeah. Some of you know, so I got guys that have reached out to me, and they they like, why are they, you know? I, and I'm talking about friends personally that have listened to it, and some of them have brought up the fact that they are so short when they are listening to, you know, four and five hour podcasts. And I'm like, um, that would be awesome, but I do have work to do, you know. <laughs> um, I do still have a job that I, I work from. I work for myself. And so I, I'm can do a lot of different things through the course of it, but mostly it's like, you know, I still got a commitment to my, to my clients over here. I still got to get this stuff done. Yep. But if, if God's going to put this full time on me, I mean like full time, I'm in, I'm in because nothing has made my heart feel like this has. I feel like my purpose is being fulfilled. And I know that Dalton probably has that feeling from, because he's in the ministry. He's, you know, his job is full-time counseling others and you know, whatnot. But when, when I just get a taste of it here and there, here and there, here and there. So I take it to the world. I witness in the world. I, I pass out cards from our church. I, I, my cards have a cross on it. And and has the a verse uh, Colossians three seventeen do all things for the glory of God not for the glory of man, you know I call him my uh, um, quality control. I said, man, I don't have to worry about pleasing you as my customer. I got to please God. So if I can please God with my work, then I know you're going to be pleased with my work. And so I that's kind of how I have started facing my life, you know. Um, Everything I do, I, I do my best to make it that it's pleasing to God. I just want people to know. I want, I want, since the Asbury revival has started, it has been on my heart, not only that we need to be the church outside the church walls, we need to be the revival. Every one of us need to be the revival to everybody around us time is so short we're talking about tick tock tick tock right now we're every time that that we're not witnessing we're wasting time in the lord's time frame it, that's my opinion and and i feel it strongly that we need to continue getting the word out it is a time for revival it is a time for a refilling of the Holy Spirit in each and every person. It is a time to get the word out to those that don't believe. It is a time to get God is opening up doors. I'm looking at, I'm over here at Zach's house, and I am looking at what he has, has marked up for us, and we got Satanists coming. We've got nonbelievers that actually come to his Bible 
Bible bill oh, every, look. every yeah, week. We're, we're booked up all I mean, through next yeah. month. But and like, then look, look at this, Larry. I didn't have room on the calendar. Look, <laughs> wow. <laughs> look, I have it. Like I, I have a calendar right here, right? That I, I have it marked. And then I, on the side of the calendar, because it doesn't fit in the calendar, I have all the next month booked up. Yeah. And then because I don't have room on the side of that calendar, I have it on my work, um, my work, board over here he's got dry boards everywhere with this stuff written on there but the thing yep. is the thing is and i'm seeing i know that we talked with fro and he listens to the podcast because i've seen him in or the bible study because i've lit i've i've seen him in there and i know that he listens to the podcast just like you do jake um yep. but i'm seeing witches i'm seeing a high priest i'm seeing eric which i don't know what he is but i've talked to him in the bible study and well i would have to say he's a narcissist um i see ex-satanist on here i see ex-witches or former ex-witch uh you know i mean it's like that's who we're coming to but how many of those same titles are on the people that i walk by at lowe's when i walked in today the la the lady at the counter recognizes me you know when i walked into i had to go to lowe's on the way over here and I said, hey, how you doing? I mean, man, it is like cold. My fingers are even cold. I'm wearing the wrong gloves. And she was like, yeah, 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 you know. And I said, yeah, you're standing here in front of the door. It's kind of cold, right? She said, yeah. And I said, you know what? Let me pray for you. So I reached over. I put my hand on her back. And I said, Lord, I need you to warm her up from her feet to her head. I need you to reach down and let her feel your warmth, Lord, that she knows that it's you. In Jesus' name, amen. And walked and said, how are you feeling now? And then I said, I'll see you in a minute. I got to go get some stuff. And I walked off. I don't have to stay around for the results. My faith says it is there. She's going to feel it. And even if she doesn't feel it right then, she's going to remember that when she gets home. She's going to know that, that somebody just reached out and prayed for her that she didn't have to ask for. She didn't have to, to even think about it. And we got to take it to the people, man. We got to take it to the people. Hey, guys, I'm going to go take a nap. Can you wake me up when Larry's done talking? <laughs> <laughs> now do you see why God picked him for the show? Because the guy guy knows how to talk, dude. Guy knows how to talk. Sorry, he's yanking on my reins. You know? Whoa, horsey. Man, that's just... It's amazing, though, man. Like, we... We're just we're having um, a lot of fun, but it's also not fun at the same time. If that makes any sense, it's a trial. It's a tribulation. Yeah, I it, don't know. I don't know if that makes any sense to you guys. Like at the end of this episode, you'll see. Which I'll I'll explain it. I'll explain it now to you guys because you're gonna see it. But um, I said in that I said in that um, episode at the end of it, I was like, I'd rather just not be doing this, you know, because when I start when I started this thing. I thought we were going to be rich, famous. I thought I had all these evil, evil intentions, right? Human intentions for the show, right? And it was just, I don't know, it was just me being fleshly and human. And now that we're already into it, I'm going, oh, this isn't a game. This isn't funny, funny, haha. There's literally, if, if I don't, I mean, I got attacked visually by two demons. Oh, I don't want to say attacked. I don't want to say attack because they didn't, they weren't, they, they weren't able to. They made their presence known. Yeah, they weren't able to touch me, um, but they made their presence known. And then when I turned around, I started speaking from my Holy, the Holy Spirit 
Um, I, and I wasn't saying, I wasn't saying what Zach wanted to say. The spirit was yelling at these demons, um, from what it wanted to say. And I was just kind of the spectator watching the movie and these things ran away. These things ran away faster than two little field mice that were in the presence of a lion, dude. These two little things were the biggest chickens I'd ever seen in my entire life. And I was like, okay, well, I get back to my car and after this happened, and God told me that these two demons aren't anything compared to the demons that are coming after you later. And I just, I was like, whoa, okay. And so... I have a story to kind of relate to what you just said. Yeah, okay. Well, let me let me finish this real quick, what I was going to say. So, at the end of the episode, I said, I said, I don't, like, a part of me doesn't want to do this anymore. A part of me wants to just go back to work, go back to a normal job. Um, I clock in nine to five. I don't, I ain't got to mess with no demons. I don't have to mess with no, you know, I don't have to mess with this stuff because before this, I ain't, I ain't never had nothing like that happen to me before. And so I just want to, a part of me just wants to go back to normal, go back to normal life. That way I don't have to do this anymore because it's scary. It freaks me out. But, um, but then, but then again, I was like, you know, then what purpose would I have? If that makes sense, this is my purpose. I feel the impression to tell you that if you don't deal with the demons now and you don't come to the Lord, those people that don't deal with the demons on when we have authority, which God Christ has given us authority over them right now, I'd rather do this now in the flesh than have to do it in hell where I don't have any authority. Yep. Amen. Yep. Amen. Uh, what were you, okay, Jake, what were you going to say? What story was, what story? So you talked about recently, like, uh, the two demons and all that, right? Yeah. Well, going back to my, my story where I, uh, told whatever was in my house to get out. Okay. I had a dream two weeks later where I was like in the house, but it wasn't me, so to speak, like my body is, but it wasn't the house. And there was this thing sitting in the corner. I can't really describe it. It looked, all I can say is it looked evil, ugly, hideous. And it started coming after me, but I'm going to say it was like, a, it was kind of like my spirit grabbed this and was telling it, I have the authority, get out of my house, leave, get away from here. And it's like, I felt like it had evil intentions and in coming after us. And like, I was grabbing this thing and just telling it, it does not have authority. I have a pretty God has authority to get out, get away. And apparently I was saying that in my sleep because my wife woke me up asking if I was okay. And she said, I don't really remember totally. I remember waking up, but apparently I told her, all is good now. I have the authority. It's gone. Wow. So, uh, the Holy Spirit works, in my opinion, through us sometimes when we're not noticing it to get rid of the demons. And I want to go back to my childhood before I would ever say I was even Christian. I was just a kid. didn't know what was going on. I think there's a lot of bad things going on, but in talking to my mom, my sister, my experiences, my brother's experiences, we had demonic issues with our household because I think that there was some weird worshiping things going on in the area we were living in. There'd be like fires going, people dancing around and all that stuff, weird stuff going on. We ended up having to have three priests come to our house to try to get whatever was going on in the house out. Ooh, I don't think I've ever actually told many people about that, so that's, I don't know why that came out, but I understand that the demonic experience stuff 
it happens. It's scary, but the Holy Spirit is there. And once we have that authority, we can get rid of it. Yeah. And that's what, that's what my experience at that park that day, I was like, okay, well, these things were literally nothing compared to what, what, what's in me right now. If, and I was having an experience last week after that, um, I told you about that guy that was practicing voodoo that tried to astral project in my house. Um, I was crying to my wife. I was like, I don't want to do this anymore. This is scary. I don't like this. Um, my daughter had gotten sick um, that weekend, um, the same weekend that he tried to do that. And she was like bad enough to where her, her, her she was like screaming because her ears were hurting. And I was like, oh my God. I was like, look what I've done. I've literally walked into this lion's den and now the lion's den is coming out of the den and they're starting to attack my family, right? And I'm sitting here crying. I'm crying to my wife and um, my stepdaughter. My stepdaughter's 21, I think, 22, 24. Good grief. Okay. Um, my stepdaughter's 24, right? And I'm sitting here crying to them. And then my stepdaughter's almost crying with me because I'm just, I'm very grieved. I'm scared. I'm scared that I put my family in this situation. And then all of a sudden I just clicked and I, everything was fine. I've done this with Larry before where I'll be freaking out and the devil will be whispering in my ears, you're going to get your family killed. You're going to get hurt. You need to stop this now and just get away from this because if you keep doing this, you're going to die. Um, I've had a preacher tell me that it's going to die. You're going to get yourself killed, bro. That You're not ready for this. I've, I've heard that. I'm like, well, you need to take that up with God then because um, I already have. I already have taken it up with God. So anyway... But I get those demons telling me that, that you're going to die. You need to quit. Your kids are going to die. You're going to get your wife hurt. Your whole family's going to die. And I'm sitting here crying. And then God just spoke to me as I'm crying in the middle of it. And he said, if it was you protecting your daughters, they'd already be dead. And if it was you protecting yourself, you'd already be dead. And I'm like, well, he's right. He's right. You don't, um, Jake and Dalton and Larry and Zach, we we could not stand up against a demon on our own. I can do all things through Christ. Through Jesus Christ. That's me. why our, our, our identity is in Christ, because if you're covered by the blood of Jesus, then your identity is in Christ, and Christ has already defeated them. And so we take our, take our identity in them, and they're literally nothing. I watched the Holy Spirit do this to these demons. They're literally nothing. And so... God, do we need to keep our spiritual house clean? God told me that once. Keep your spiritual house clean. Do we need to do that? Yeah, absolutely. There is such thing as strongholds, right? You don't want to let your stronghold, you don't want to give a demon a stronghold. But if you're covered by the blood of Christ and you're in the will of God, these things are nothing. Nothing. Make sense? Oh, yeah. So, I believe that wholeheartedly. It's just, it's crazy. It's, it's crazy, man. This is crazy. I'm still like trying to process this, um, this thing that God has us doing. And it's still just very, it's still just very weird to me. You know, it's just very, very weird. Um, but I think you're going to see some really cool things come out of this ministry. I really do. What denomination is your training in? It is Well, I mean, it's non-denominational, but I mean, we all lean Pentecostal. So... A little bit of loud, a little bit of yelling. Love to dance. Yeah. For me, I just say I'm Christian. Oh. Honestly, I, I'm just Christian. You're just Christian? Gotcha. So you got a Christian that's, that's church? That's how I view it. I, my denomination is Bible. <laughs> no, well, I mean, 
most of the churches have a denomination. I'm, it helps me understand your viewpoint. I wonder if it's Dalton Pike. He said, uh, we are non-denominational, but leaning Pentecostal. Oh, oh okay. nice. Great. That's uh, completely understandable. Um, I under- So that means that y'all understand tongues. Y'all understand interpretation. Y'all, have, y'all understand prayer language. Um, to me, that 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 uh, frees me up trying not to explain things that we believe in. Being Assembly God with Pentecostal training as well, it uh, we we are on the same page. If I was talking to a Catholic, I'd have to explain all this. If I'm talking to a Baptist, I know they don't believe in it. You understand what I'm saying? What is AG? Oh, okay, gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. Yeah, Assemblies of God. Are you there? Oh, I think you keep cutting out, brother. Yeah, I think we lost. um, I think we're losing audio on Dalton because I'm hearing him, but I'm not hearing Dalton. That's weird. That's real weird. Oh, Dalton. He's like a voice yeah, Dalton. I can't hear Dalton at all. Is he mic'd up? Yeah, we can't hear we can't hear Dalton at all. It's like he's um, it's like he's at the end of a hundred mile tube. He went to the other side of the room. Yeah, that's weird. That's real weird. I don't know what just happened there. Yeah, but we can hear um, we can hear you, Jake. Yeah. Oh, okay. Matter of fact, I just recognized he went to the middle. I'm hearing him in both ears now. I'm not just hearing him over here. Yeah, I I turned on stereo on the uh, Streamlab earlier. Okay, is that what happened? Well, and we're on the phone now, so yeah. Okay. I guys, I wear hearing aids normally, so there are things that I don't hear anyway. So. Yeah, Dalton, I can hear I can hear you trying to say something, but it's so so quiet, like ridiculously quiet. Is my mic working all right still? Yep, I can hear you. Yeah, I don't know what just happened to my, uh, Dalton's. Uh, that's just weird. I haven't heard. Do you Dalton. Come over here and share, Mike Dalton. I haven't heard Dalton since yeah. we've started the since we've started the phone call. Dalton's going to come over and we're going to get a little close together. Oh, yay. <laughs> See, Zach would be ending it right now if that had to happen to us. Yes. He don't want that close to me. No. Yeah, I do. Why do you think I'm so mean to you, dude? Can you hear me a little better now? That's a lot. Uh, I can right. actually hear you talking now. Hey, that's all right. That works. So, uh, what I was saying, ooh, I don't want to lose it. So what I was saying before, um, when Zach was talking, uh, it reminded me of the Legion of Pigs or the Legion of Demons. Yeah. Yep. When, man, it's wild that like something like that, like it may look so small and dismal. It was just two guys, but when cast out, like it was ten thousand. Or no, sorry, not ten. Was it? It was a legion. Sure I'm not saying the wrong. Uh, thing. I believe a legion is ten thousand. Yep. So, like, to us in the flesh, like, it might look small, but, man, 
when you have that power to cast out, it could have been 10. It could have been that 10,000. We don't know. Yeah. And so that, man, there's, like, when you're thinking about, man, like, the power and the, the like, everything that the Holy Spirit is, like, holy crud, there's so much. <laughs> yeah. And so, yeah. I know that I've, I have never felt this much peace than I feel now after that voodoo attack I got. This was last weekend, wasn't it? Yeah, Larry said, yeah, it was last weekend I got this attack. And I was so scared and I was crying and stuff like that. But this week has been the most peaceful week of my life. Um, and I mean, we're, I'll just share with you. I tell my, I, every personal thing I, I tell on my podcast. So, I mean, we're going broke. We're going broke. Um, we, uh, we're just being attacked from all angles. But the ministry is like just skyrocketing, man. Um, God is touching people through it and exactly what God intended for it to do, it is doing. And when that happened, I start, God started revealing things to me that I left some strongholds open in my personal life, which is absolutely true. I did. And then it was, it was allowed for some things to happen to me, but God doesn't allow anything to happen to his children unless it's designed to strengthen them. I learned that. God isn't some mean God that's just waiting to punish you, right? He disciplines his children, which thank God, that's how I know I'm saved. I know that the most comforting book in the Bible is Hebrews chapter 12, right? Where it says that it says that God only disciplines his children because if you're an illegitimate child, he will not, he will not discipline you. That's how I know I'm saved. I was like, oh, God disciplines me. I know I'm saved. But in this particular case, um, I don't get that, you know, I don't, I'm not getting disciplined anymore. God is using things to using things to strengthen me. And so once that popped and I realized God's intentions was what says, I have plans for you. I have plans to prosper you, not to do you harm. Right. Once I realized that, once I realized that I just have this peace about me that I know everything that's happening right now is happening for a reason. And in due time, he's going to pull me out of it because it says many are the afflictions of the righteous, but God delivers them from them all. That's also a when sign you mentioned of maturity. about being disciplined, right? Uh huh. You got me thinking about where it says Esau I hated, but Jacob I love. And how do you know that he loved Jacob because he disciplined him as a father would? Yep. Mm -hmm. I just read uh, Malachi this morning. And he mentions that in Malachi. Wow. Wow. Yep. I had in my notes that um, I wanted to bring up something you guys were asked, like, a, a why do we wear a cross, right? Yep. I don't remember what episode that was. It was probably like three or four that or something Josh. of that nature. Episode six. It was Josh. Yeah. That guy goes to church with us every now and then, by the way. <laughs> now. Oh, that's awesome. <laughs> yeah. But, um. I've been preparing myself because I got to teach. I, I, I help with the children's ministry here. And that's uh, what kindergarten through fifth grade. Oh, you are much braver than grade. I am. <laughs> I, my head is off to you. Well. Yeah, it, it's an experience. I'll tell you that much, but I've been pre preparing to teach on the death of Jesus. And it's a real heavy one to figure out how I'm going to do that. But as I was studying on it, I think I came up to the answer that why we wear the cross. Okay. And okay. it's in uh, John 3, uh, 14 through 15. 
and I've got I've got the NLT version in front of me, the Bible. And then mine reads as, and as Moses lifted up the bronze snake on a pole in the wilderness, so the Son of Man must be lifted up, so that everyone who believes in him will have eternal life. So Jesus was our bronze serpent. Yep. And he was put and on I, a, and he was put on a cross, a tree, yep. a limb. So it's like our reminder to look to him. If that makes sense. I know why I wear it. I why the reason why I wear it is like Larry said, he wears his Jesus shirts and stuff like that. So it's a conversation starter when he's out in public. If someone asks him, it'll give him an opening to talk about it. So that's one of the reasons. Um, but another reason is now that now that I'm when I go into these, I mean, I'm I go into some pretty uncomfortable situations, and I hate to say that a lot, but I will grab it. And when I'm praying, just to remember. It, I'm not praying through it. I'm not. I'm not worshiping this. I'm not using it as an idol, but I'm using it as a reminder that He's there, and I don't have to be afraid. You're saved and sanctified because of what Christ did on the cross. And when I was a kid, I found a crucifix, and I I had it around my neck. And my grandmother says, "What are you doing? What are you doing with that?" I said, "What do you mean?" She goes, "You're wearing that crucifix." And I said, "Yeah, I, I found it, Grandma. I, I thought it was, you know." pretty cool and she goes my jesus ain't on that cross i never wore another crucifix again Mm. it's a reminder of what christ did not what christ christ doesn't hung on that cross he already did it yeah christ uh christ (laughs) actually didn't spend a whole lot of time on there you know yeah yeah and that yeah that's awesome that's a good revelation time where figuring out how to work the mic together but no that's that's really cool that's a really good rev- revelation on like yeah he wasn't he didn't stay on that cross he didn't he didn't get buried on that cross but like he's out though he's out he's out free that's awesome yeah all the that. work that he did was on the cross yep i mean for us now what he did what he did in death and he went down and took the keys from hell and and all that yep and, and he freed the the uh, saints and and all of that that had died before he was on the cross. That's an yeah. amazing amazing feat. But what he did for us right now, what he did for us yep. right now through his death, was gave us freedom, gave us authority, yeah. and and saved us. And so wearing a cross is is definitely that and, and you know the problem is that that satan leads other people to wear crosses and i'm just now becoming aware of people wearing crosses upside down and stuff like that and yeah yeah i i fight my flesh that i don't reach out and slap them you know um <laughs> That's or, a tough or, or reach over there and, and yank it off of them and i yep, yep. all i can do is speak jesus that 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 is like one of my favorite songs I speak Jesus in every situation. So even uh, so if I see I, even if I see that on anybody, yeah. it's Jesus loves you, man. I just want yeah. you to so know I'm a Jesus youth loves you. Hundred percent. I'm a youth pastor at heart, but my heart is in worship ministry as well. So I love I play drums and guitar and I love playing that song. Just like the feeling and like I'm a hundred percent sure that song is just anointed. Because every time that we play that song, man, Holy Spirit shows up in such a miraculous way. Every time, yeah. And uh, like the, 
it, it's it's wild the um, the revelation that people get even through song. Yep. Like, can, can you sing? Um, uh, I can only imagine without crying. I can't hear it without crying. <laughs> yeah. I had to do it in high school as a solo. Oh my goodness. I, I could, there's no way I could make it through that. I can, but I'm not a wuss. I, you know what? I need to like, I'm just kidding. <laughs> oh man. Lord, hold on, Lord, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Heavenly Father, to, deal God, with him. God, first Heavenly of all, Father, deal with God, first of him. all, him, you know, I was spirit. kidding. You know, I was kidding. <laughs> don't make me become a crier because that was annoying last week. So don't like, I know God, like if I make fun of somebody for Howdy guys, Jake here from Tox and Crocs. Now, I apologize for all the technical uh, difficulties we've had on this podcast with our audio, the internet, the camera, video, everything. It's It was a big, I would say, spiritual warfare event. I mean, think about it. Yeah, I got two different Christian podcasts together. Four very Christian people, all in the spirit. We love God. We love Jesus majorly. I think deep down I knew on this episode something was going to happen to where we would be getting messed with by Satan majorly. So not only do we have all these audio issues and these video issues, um, Zach was recording our sound, our podcast on his end as well, and everything was going great. And then all of a sudden, uh, when I was going and editing all this, I noticed that we were missing 50 minutes of audio. Now, in that 50 minutes of audio, we all discussed what we think if uh, we are in the end times and what our own personal thoughts on it were, what we, like, experiences have been going on, um, I guess, prophecies that have been fulfilled and if we are in the end times and i think we all kind of agreed that we might be in the revelations times especially if you look back at different prophecies and uh what's been going on in the world today and all the revivals revival was a big thing we discussed and we see that it's happening it's not only in asbury kentucky where it's been going on it's been popping up all over the united states and been popping up all over the world if you just pay attention get away from regular news media and do your own looking you will see it so, we do apologize for everything that's gone down. I think we're going to pray a lot more. And then eventually we end up talking about how um, Larry wanted to do probably a testimony podcast. And um, how right before he said that, what popped in my head was making another podcast. So, with these other two individuals, Dalton and I... We decide we're, we're all going to pray on it, see what we feel. This might be something cleared down the road that we maybe start. And if it does happen, it'd be like maybe a once a month thing because we've got our own individual podcast. So maybe we're going to collab in the future. Who knows? So that's basically all that was missing that 50 minutes, all our own views. And then guess what else? All four of us did our own individual prayers for the podcast, for everybody, for God, for healing, everything. And as soon as we got done with the praying and Zach and Larry got off, guess what happened? All of our audio, our video, everything, all of a sudden, just started working. Just started working. So you can't tell me spiritual warfare doesn't exist. And how I look at this is, this, this is my view on this. 
if we weren't doing the right thing, would we have gotten messed with so much? Would we have had so many technical difficulties and all this? Because in our other podcasts, we've never had this issue. The Help My Unbelief guys, they've never had any of these issues. So apparently, the two of us podcast together scares the devil, scares Satan. It's just what it is. So what he doesn't realize is we're a bunch of spiritual warriors. I was a warrior. I was a soldier. So I can adapt and overcome any situation. That's in my training. That's part of who I am. He can't stop me. He can't stop us. By the grace of God, power of God, this podcast will take off. This podcast is not going to be stopped. Why? Because we have Jesus on our side. That's why. And when you ask for something in Jesus' name, it will be given to you. It says that in John multiple times, as we said earlier in the podcast. It's said about four times or so. So I'm going to do this. <sighs> All right. My Lord, my God, Yahweh, Adonai Elroy, God who sees me, Jehovah Rapha, our healer, Jehovah Jireh, the provider. These are your names that we use. I pray that you will protect both of our podcasts. This one, Talks and Crocs, and the Help My Own Believe podcast. I pray you continue to guide us in our journeys. I pray, my God, that you put your armor on all of us, that we are all wearing your armor of light. And I pray that you continue to give us the intestinal fortitude to move forward and keep growing in your name. Please, my God, be with us. We thank you for everything you have done. We thank you for sending your one and only son for us to die for our sins. Jesus Christ, we thank you. In Jesus' name we pray. In Yeshua's name we pray. Amen. So, guys, that's it. Enjoy this last little bit of the podcast. It's where Dalton and I discuss some things, and um, I can't wait to get on the next episode of the Toxic Crocs podcast. And by the way, we are going to be with the Unbelief guys in the future. I don't know whose podcast we're going to be on, if they're going to come to ours or we're going to go to theirs. Doesn't matter to me. We're to get, As long as we're together, Satan's shaking in his boots because we're helping somebody out there. Somebody's getting the word. Somebody's getting some nuggets from us, and we're hoping that we bring people to God. So, all right. Love you guys. That's it for this little excerpt. Love it. All right. Father God, I just pray right now for the development of what you have planted. God, I just hope what the seeds that you've put in our hearts, we can just water and then produce from our seeds. Um, Father, I just ask that whatever's next, it's in your hands and you're going to bless it no matter what. And so we just ask that you walk with us, speak, in a, speak to us in a different way today and tomorrow. Father, I just ask for the boldness and the love and the redeeming power that you have. Zach, you go ahead. My Lord, my God, Yahweh, Adonai Elroy, the God who sees me, Jehovah Jireh, our provider, Jehovah Rapha, our healer. I pray that you do watch over both of our podcasts and things will happen. You will make things happen.
in Jesus' name, this will be done. Um, I pray that we continue to be able to reach out to people and that we figure out our technological issues that we had today. And I, I know that because of our technological issues, the devil doesn't want us doing this, but you put it on our hearts to do this, so we will keep doing this for you and to bring others closer to you. I pray whew, that you watch over us and keep protecting us and that we do have the authority like you told us we would. I thank you for everything that you have done for all of us, and I pray we continue to prosper in your name. In Jesus' name, I pray. Amen. All right, well, now that we're done with them. Yeah, let me get to my mic. Yeah, yeah. get to your mic. And everybody on YouTube, I'm sorry if you couldn't hear Dalton real well. We were trying to do that weird thing back and forth with this mic, and this mic you got to be up on it. Yes, we're sorry, guys. But, hey, I'm not sorry for the Lord because he's going to be moving. So, man. That was a lot. Wow. Um, we, this is going to be the longest episode I think yeah, we've this done. This is our longest episode ever so far. I've got, but, I've got like, I don't know, something different here. Hey, yo. That means Jake's about to work a lot hard. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> no, this, I'm kidding. Uh, I'm kidding. Next but, editing event is going to be something different because yeah. we have to use their audio. Yep. Because something weird was going on with their internet. I'm telling you right now, the devil was attacking it. Yeah. He was attacking this podcast. Yep. But, you have no power over us. Satan, you get do on, not get have power. But uh, for the sake of your editing, I think we call this bad boy. Well, it was great. <laughs> it so was I'm just good. Say my final thoughts on that. I yeah. thought it was great. Go ahead. I need to get a little more assertive. I think in getting uh, talking because yeah, start. I just kind of hung back. Introduce yourself. Get in there. Get in there. All right. Well, where were we at? Like two forty. We are at 2.41 right now. We might have a little bit more than they do on their end because we were recording the entire time, and somehow my GoPro is still going. Praise so I'm the not Lord. sure what video we're going to use, if we're going to use our normal, or if we're going to use the GoPro. We'll see what happens, but we love you guys, and I pray that you know you got something out of this. Same. Yes, Same. you probably got weirded out by some things we talked about on here, but that's all of Holy all Spirit, of weirds. <laughs> yeah, weirds people out. <laughs> Not going to lie, when I first came to this church, I was weirded out. But yeah. I have a three-striker-out rule. And, you know, there comes that number three again. We're going to have to have a podcast about the number three. That's wild. I love it. it, it it's crazy. Okay. Um, yeah, we both got stuff to do. I got to get to yeah. go. I got to go to Hazard yet. I want to go see my wife. What's it? Oh, yeah, you guys got to go. Are you going today? We're going to go meet him today. We haven't oh, met, okay. met him yet. And we're going to hang out and have supper and such. But... Yeah, that was yeah. great. I felt great about it. Same. Larry's a wise, wise man. He's like Gandalf. I love it. And, um, oh, wow. Zach's yeah. like Bilbo Baggins. <laughs> yeah, and I kind of like how we've got like the same thought processes between yeah. our churches. And it's weird to me yeah. how similar we all are. Oh, yeah, man. It's like you, you hear stories. It's like, okay, yeah, that's me. Yeah. Wow, we're alike. Wow, that's this person. That's this guy sitting right next to me, what you're just describing. Yep. It's nuts. Uh, I'm it. a little blown away. This is going to take a little bit for me to process. Good. Honestly. Good. And my wife's probably not going to be happy <laughs> with me sitting on the computer editing for their but, uh, day straight, probably. Hey. <laughs> hey. The Lord will give you strength. <laughs> yeah, he will. Yeah, and he I, will. I wasn't kidding on that whole deal where it, it popped in my head. Yeah. Another podcast. It's, I'll pray about it. 
Yeah, we're going to have to pray. Oh, that's, boy. This is already time consuming, but if it is. that's what we are called to do, and maybe if it's only just that's a right. month, once a month thing, I'm down with that. Yeah. I'm okay but, with that. All right. Where well, we just, you know, I'm going to reiterate Larry, what Larry said. I pray this podcast revival yeah. that's going on continues, grows, and God will oversee us and grow us to where we can reach more people. Appreciate That's it. all I want. I just want to reach you guys. Come on. I want you. No. Hey. <laughs> but. Same. Yeah. Awesome. So, uh, Let's end this thing. Yeah. Reach out, leave comments, <laughs> shoot us an email. Yes. Cross at gmail.com. We are on Facebook. We are on Instagram. My GoPro looks like it's about ready to die. Yes. So let's finish. <laughs> All right. We love you guys. To look out. Uh, help my unbelief. Check yeah. them out. Please go check those guys out. If you, man, if you just want a good listen, go listen. So, I am now that we got to talk to them. I can actually go dive into what they have and I'm excited. So when you search them up on the podcast forms, it's the Help My Own Belief podcast. The. If you just do Help My Own Belief, it's going to be other podcasts. So yeah, it's there's so many. Help My Own Belief the. podcast. All right. We love you guys. We'll catch y'all later. Day. Tell somebody else you love them. Goodbye. Bye.